Welcome to Kodesh Louisville. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message by Reverend Harold Eddie He serves as a reverend in the United Denominations, originating of the Lighthouse Group of Churches, with over 3,000 branches worldwide. Reverend Harold currently pastors the Louisville Branch, a vibrant church located in the Kentucky area. We believe this message will give you the grace to strengthen your Christian life. Now listen to Reverend Harold. I'm chasing after you. No matter what I have to do. I need you. I need you. More and more. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Hallelujah. Shall we have our seat before God? I want you to sit down to catch your breath because you'll be rising up shortly. Amen. Aren't you glad you are in the house of the Lord? In the presence of the Lord, there is fullness of joy. And at his right hand are pleasures forevermore. I'm very excited that we have entered into a new month. We just started January. Already we are in what? May. Wow. But God has been faithful. Through it all, he has been faithful. He's watched our going out and our coming in. He's kept our lives. He has sustained us. He has empowered us. And he has graced our lives. Hallelujah. So we thank God so much for what he is doing. I want us to rise to our feet. We're going to pray a little bit. Amen. And then I preach. How many of us think that prayer is important? Ask your brother, why did you miss the prayer session? Amen. Or sister? Ask them, why did you, if prayer is important, why did you miss the prayer session? Amen. Hallelujah. So we're going to pray. Put up for us, let's see, Philippians chapter 4 and the verse 6. Amen. It says that what? Be careful for what? Nothing. Be careful for what? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Amen. But in everything by prayer end right there. Give us another version. I want another version. Hallelujah. Be careful for nothing, but in everything, Rod, by prayer, just stay right there. Another version that is nice. Is that what? In nothing, be anxious. So being careful is like being anxious. How many of us sometimes get anxious? Even as you are standing here, you are anxious because the month just ended. And so, you are here and then you don't know one well, or two things. There's some bill at the subscriber's request. You're getting messages like that. Amen. It said in nothing, not in some things. So. It said in nothing, 
be anxious. Like, don't be anxious in anything. But in everything, by what? Prayer. And what? Supplication. With thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. The most important thing is that prayer, supplication is prayer. Thanksgiving is prayer. So that he said, don't be anxious in anything. But in everything, prayer. Then look at the next verse, verse 7. When you are not anxious and you pray, he said that, and the peace of God, which passeth all what? Understanding shall what? Guard your heart and your thoughts in Christ Jesus. So don't be anxious in anything, but prayer. And then when the prayer goes on, then the peace of God. So sometimes in the midst of your chaos, if only you can pray, the peace of God will guard your heart. Can I have an amen? And the peace of God, that passes what? All understanding. In other verses, says that surpasses all understanding. It surpasses every kind of understanding. That kind of peace shall rule your heart and it shall guide you. It shall rule your heart. It means that you, all of a sudden you have the peace of God at hand. Your actions, when it rules you, it guides you in everything that you do. Because sometimes when people are anxious, they take certain decisions, they go to places, they do certain things. But in nothing be anxious. Hallelujah. But prayer. Can I have an amen? amen? So tonight you are going to pray. What are you going to pray about? Prayer. Just talk to God. Hallelujah. I don't know what you are going through and what I'm going through. They are two different things. But in all things, Bible says the word, but in everything. So everything, what you are going through is a part of everything. Brother Gaba, what you are going through is a part of everything. What's the definition of everything? Everything is everything. So, and the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall guard your heart and your thoughts. Your thoughts. Your thinking process. The peace of God will rule and will guard your thoughts in Christ Jesus. So tonight, by prayer, I want to make my request known to God. Hallelujah. I want to, do you want to make your request known unto God? Romans 8.26 says, we don't know what we should, the way we should pray as we should. But the Spirit of God will make intercession for us. Hallelujah. And he says that we know that all things work together for our good. If I pray, if I pray, the peace of God will guide my heart. He will guard my heart. He will lead my heart. So that my thought will also be controlled by him. Are you ready to pray tonight? Are you ready to come to God with prayer? Are you ready to come to God with supplication? Some of you, you have to say this. I thank you, God. I bless you, God. It is also prayer. Lift up your voice and begin to talk to him. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Bible says that 
when I speak in the spirit, I pray in the spirit, I give it thanks well. Because it is not be it, it is it's not, it is your spirit man that prayeth. Therefore, lift up your voice and talk to him. Oh, yes, Lord. Father, we thank you and Father, we bless you. Lift up your voice in prayer tonight. Makabu Rabatanda. Rimahando usiketendele bebende. In the name of Jesus, we bless you, we bless you, we bless you. Be anxious for nothing, be anxious for nothing, but in everything, in everything. Bible says that by prayer, by prayer and supplication and thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. And the peace of God that passes all understanding, that shall guard your heart. It shall guard your heart. It shall guard your heart. The peace that the world cannot understand let the peace of god rule in our heart in the mighty name of jesus lift up your voice in prayer Lift up your voice in prayer. Rabe sakando asiatende imando osike telebebe. Whatever you are going through, Bible says that in everything, whatever you are experiencing, in everything, in everything, don't let your anxiety take the big part of you. Don't let your anxiety limit you. Don't doubt God tonight. But Bible says that in everything, let your request be made known unto God. Lift up your voice and let your request let your request let your need let your things everything that is on your heart and is on your mind my god we thank you and we bless you for the opportunity even to come tonight that oh god we shall make our request known unto you in the mighty name of you let the peace of god rule the heart of your people the peace of god let it rule my god in every life lord in every life oh god in this in every home oh God where the enemy has arisen to bring chaos let the peace of God rule let the peace of God rule in every corner in every area in the lives of the members of the church I pray tonight oh God and I ask oh God for your mercy over your children over your people my God without oh God without knowing my god we have allowed our anxieties my god we have allowed oh god my god our emotions and our soul to take over ignoring the word of god but whose report have we believed we have believed the report of god that when we pray when we pray when we lift up our voice in prayer we believe that oh god we receive whatever oh god you have oh god uh, promised us oh god and oh god if we receive it uh, we believe it as well that oh god all petitions um, you will grant unto us so tonight oh god as your church we come before you and we yield our heart and we yield our mind to god bringing our petitions before you in the name of you we bless you oh god even oh god for our trials we bless you for our temptation we bless you for our difficult time we bless you for our challenges oh god for oh god in the midst of it all my god you have remained faithful you stood by us oh god you delivered us from death oh god from premature death you delivered us from accident oh god therefore tonight we say we thank you we thank you and we bless you and oh god we continue oh god to ask for the peace um, let the peace of god um, rule your heart um, let the peace of god be established in you in the mighty name of him pray for the peace of god that transcends all understanding 
Rabesa kando ribata Mino singele matenzo Repaskele beshende Remande esie tonda likata Rebanzili matende Imakaya sendelebe Chef Jemini Makayande Rebangayase Albeit is my spirit that prayed He does speak it in an unknown tongue Bible say you edify yourself Remakasayande Strengthen yourself in your most holy faith By speaking in tongue Somebody just change and speak in the spirit Pray in the spirit Pray in the spirit Rabianka Sotendala Abrangandia Siketende Pray in the spirit Pray in the spirit Rabianka Sotende Lambo Casili Bebena E Matia Cassion Doroboshan Rambienda Lebashande E Maselebeshel Rambinga Yasanda By so doing there are things that your understanding cannot even tell God but somewhere somehow the spirit of the Lord is making intercession for you like never before like never before I lift your chest before you my God my God my God Rabenga Sandele many are the things that we need many are the quickenings that we need but oh God um, is to our blind side therefore tonight um, Rabbiel Sekendoroba and they can celebrate Rambenga Labashanda Rambiende Lebo Shekate Rebansu Talebebe Angwande Leba Shende Rebaskata Leba Bata Rambiendo Lima Siekete Emando Satikelemende Kangwande Gosete Blede Brosete Emataya zonde Elama Balebe Konda Lababa Engondorobo Shende Ikonde Lebe Shenga Tende Ekonde Lebe Lebebe Rengese Delebebe Emma Sekende Lebebe Rembenzende Lebebe Emande Kaso Tende Oh, as you pray in the spirit, the enemy does not understand the mysteries that you are speaking unto God. Rabaka Saitalam, Rambies and Deleben, and your Salimataya, Gondake Salamayam, oh Rabakayan pray for the church, pray for the church, pray for the church, pray for the church, Rabaka Basakata, Rabaka Sakabata, Rabaka Sakalaba, Rambendeleben, Rimakaya Sanda, Elemo Soteke, Adiobo. Sande Rambia Sendelebe Emakaya Kandolebo Emasia Bandam Oyabe Salabashande Emakaya Basendelebe Imando Osietelebe Oyama Salabalabalabalabalaba We bless your name We bless your name Lord Oh yes Lord Father we thank you Lord tonight We are so grateful to you for who you are Thank you, O oh God, that by prayer, my God, the peace and the peace of God will rule in our hearts. Let the peace rule in every heart that is here tonight. Let the peace rule in the lives of your people, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Establish us, O oh God, in the word of truth, O oh God. May, may our fears, Lord, be put to the side. 
Because the peace of God rules in our heart. Rule, O oh God, in the affairs of men. Tonight, O oh God, we pray that you speak to us, Lord. Speak by your spirit. Transform us and change us in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that our better days are ahead of us. We give you glory. We give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. I want you to give two people a high five. Give two people a high five. Oh, yes. Amen. Wow. Let's have our seat. Amen. Very powerful. Amen. This is a joint service. You know that. It's a, a joint service between the what? L'Eglise, Le what? Family, what? Kodesh. The French church. And then the English church. Aha. Uh -huh. So when we gather like that, we have come together. So it's a joint church. Amen. Do you believe it? All the French speakers, I encourage you to come for our morning service. From 9 to 10. I was talking to uh, um, our announcer, uh, Morgan. Say, how does it feel so as soon as I finished church, I went home and I slept. I say, you are blessed. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. It's just the beginning, but it was nice. It was a very powerful service. And I believe that God is going to do some great things. Amen. I was told 33 people were in that service. Amen. It's a blessing. And about 93 in the, after, in the morning service, second service. Amen. So I'm believing God that the thing will grow. Amen. And we are starting two churches. Oh, I didn't hear you say amen. We are starting two churches. Be expecting me to come and tell you that I need you to go help plant a church. Can I have an amen? Some of you, your amen, you swallowed it. Can I have an amen? Be expecting it. When you see me calling your number, pick up. Don't say, hey, this pastor... Then move from red to green and close the phone. Hallelujah. But I tell you, there is nothing like working for the Lord. Amen. This life, this life is just useless without God. Amen. If God is not in an equation, whatever we are doing, you would only get up early in the morning so that you can go to work and go and work and get money and come and then sleep in your house for a few hours only to get up and to go to work, to go and make money and come and pay for the house so you can sleep for a few hours and get up and go to work only to go and make money and come back and come and pay for the house and then pay for everything. At the end of the day, it's just a useless cycle. Boring life. But you get up in the morning, you have your quiet time, you wait upon the Lord, he directs you, he takes you to work. At your workplace, the joy of the Lord is your strength. People see it and they are happy. You come back, you pay for the house. Even if you sleep for two hours, the Lord is still your strength. There is meaning in your life. Can I have an amen? That is why you should never envy the wicked. Because their life is just, it's worth nothing. 
Can I have an amen? See, sometimes when you go to places and the things that are sweeter and very puffed up, it's like when you see puff, puff, it's puffed up. It tastes sweet. There's nothing. There's nothing in it. That is why even in the medical field, it's the small pills that do the most damage. All the psych medicines, small, small, small pills. You take one, it will knock you out. You can take big, big pills. It won't do anything. So little things make a big difference. Can I have an amen? And I believe that the Lord will help us. If you're excited to be here, give the Lord a smile. Did you give the Lord a smile? Hallelujah. So last week, we began a new series on what? Opportunities. Hallelujah. Amen. Opportunities. Somebody say opportunities. Amen. And there are just a few things for the sake of those who are not here. I said that, you know, opportunities, and we started by saying that the word opportunity means what? Favorable time. Amen. A favorable time in your life is an opportunity that God has given to you. Also an occasion or a set of circumstances. Amen. But unfortunately, many people waste opportunities. Hallelujah. Sometimes God brings some good opportunities your way and you waste it. You miss those chances. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But you see, every man in their own rightful sense... You will not want to miss opportunities. Hallelujah. A great opportunity can come your way, but you want to, you want to take, take advantage of that opportunity. Hallelujah. But most of the times, we are not able to take hold of the opportunities that God brings to us. Can I have an amen? amen. So we looked from Luke chapter 15, amen, the story of the prodigal son. And Bible says that, and he said, a certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of my goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took a journey into a far country. There wasted his substance with what? Riotous living. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, the younger one, Bible says that he divided his living. It means that everything that he had, he splitted it into two. But the younger, that's what Bible says, that foolishness is, lies in the bosom of the young. Amen. You see, a lot of times when you were young, your father gave you some advices and you thought that they are worrying you. But it's after you have grown that you realize that as someone there was sense in what they were saying. Hallelujah. They told you to, when you go to school, go and do uh, science. You say you are going to do dondology. Then when you go to the other end, you realize that dondology doesn't work. Can I have an amen? amen. Hallelujah. So, we saw a few things last week and we saw that this particular son he lost certain things hallelujah so just give you a few ones he said that he wasted the opportunity to benefit from what the advice of a what a father amen because he took his good and then he left home and many other times god has given us spiritual fathers god has given us real fathers who can speak into our lives but we have left 
Can I have an amen? We have left. We have closed our lives to the influence of our father. The fathers that God has given to us. So this man, he took a journey into a very far country. Bishop talks about a man who lived to be 96 years old. And when he was 92 years, they began to find out. You know, when you get to 92, people suspect that, hey, you are getting close. So they need to make sure they know your will and then all that, that good stuff. So they asked him that when you die, what do you want us to write on your tomb? Do you want to know what the man said? He said that when I die, I want you to write on my tomb that I lived for four years. A 92-year-old man, a 96-year-old man, he said that when I die, write on my tomb that I lived for what? Four years. So what happened to the rest of the years? Because he, he gave his life to Christ at the age of 92. So he can see that the rest of the years were wasted years. Can I have an amen? He had opportunity to serve God. There is nobody on the face of the earth who has never had the opportunity to serve God. Because Bible says that everyone will come to the saving knowledge before the end shall come. The only reason why God has tarried is that some people are in some corner who have not heard of him. Do you believe it? Yeah. But everyone who had the opportunity to hear, whether by radio, whether by track, whether by preaching, everybody would come to the saving knowledge of Christ. They will hear about it. Then the end shall come. So he said, I write on my tomb, I lived for four years. Hallelujah. Because the life that you live for God, that is the most meaningful times of your life. And many of us, we have the opportunity to serve God. You have the opportunity to do something extra for God. You have the opportunity to give yourself to, to the work of God. But yet again, you look at Pharaoh, you look at Lajan, and you tell the Lord that, the Lord, I'll see you later. Can I have an amen? Can I have an amen? Are you still here? So this prodigal son lost that opportunity. May it not be that our lives will be wasted. I pray that I will serve God until I die. Build many churches. Many people will come to the saving knowledge of Christ. In my lifetime. May that be your story. May that be your story. May that be your story. Number two, he wasted the opportunity to be great. Because everything that the father had was actually for him. Can I have an amen? Everything that the father could ever, you know, give, it belonged to him. But he lost that opportunity by taking just a portion and then moving away and went to waste it. Can I have an amen? If I'm a millionaire, my children will naturally become millionaires when I'm off the face of the earth. I'll not give my inheritance to somebody who came to live with me for one week or two weeks. How many of us will do that? You are toiling so that you can leave something good for your children. That's why you are struggling. That's why you are suffering. But your suffering is coming to an end. <laughs> 
I say your suffering is coming to an end. God will promote you. Are you still here? Hallelujah. So that everything that he could have had, he did not think about what it means just to stay under my father. But he just wanted instantaneous gratification. You see, a lot of the things that the devil would do to us, they think about now. You see, people who smoke weed and people who do drugs, you know that they always focus on what? The immediate feeling that they feel. Do you know that? Oh, they take one dose. It feels good. Then they add another. Then it's like, what they are feeling at that particular moment, that is what is important to them. That was the same thing that Bible says that many days, not many days after, he took a journey into a far country and he began to blow time. Changing the women, changing the cars, or changing the horses or the donkeys. He did everything that he could do. But you see, at a point in time, when you are only, you run away from the actual place where the thing is manufactured. He left the bakery only to go and befriend one of the people who actually goes to the bakery to take the baked stuff to go and sell. You have left the bakery and now the bread seller is your party. It's your friend. But what you don't know is that the bread seller, they only go and then they go and pick up maybe about 100 loaves of bread, which will get finished if the thing is hot and is nice. It will get finished before it passes MS's house. Can I have an amen? amen? So he what? Wasted the opportunity to be great. Number three, he wasted his position. How did he waste his position? He had a position in the kingdom of his father. Hallelujah. You see, success in this life is very much dependent on where you are located. That is why before you relocate or you move to a place, it has to be that God is telling you or God is indicating that you must move. So that somebody said that, you know, hey, move to Texas. As for Texas, everything is nice. Oh. Then you, too, you get up and you go to Texas. What you don't know is that you may be at the right place at the wrong time. Can I have an Amen. And we see that the God that we serve, he is the one that is able to move things to be right on. When he told Peter to go and go and catch the fish, there is a gold coin in the fish's mouth. How come that the whole ocean, that fish was at the right side with that coin in the mouth? So where you are located, the church that you, are, you belong to, or the position that you occupy in the right company or in the right church, actually can expedite your success or it can retard you. Are you still here? How come that Jonah was swallowed by a specific whale? I don't believe that in the big ocean there is only one whale. But God had organized it. May God organize something to be at the right place for you. 
May something that you have been praying for, may it be at the right place at the right time, that when you just take a step, you see that as someone, this is what I'm looking for. Has it ever happened to you that you are looking for something in the house? You have looked and looked and looked, you never found. Then you said that, let me ask God, Holy Spirit, lead me. Then you turn around and the thing is there. Has it happened to you before? It's right there. If you ask him, he would help you. Can I have an amen? 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 You may be in the right place, but you are not realizing it. You could be in the place of revival and not know. That's why Jacob said that as Omoa, the Lord is here and I knew not. It's like God is here. The presence of God is here and I knew not. He did not know what his father had. That is why he left. May you never leave to anywhere. I say, may you never leave to anywhere. Amen. Be in your position and the Lord will help you. Amen. Can I have an amen? amen. Hallelujah. You belong to a good family. And as you stay, which number are we on? Number four. He wasted his inheritance. He wasted his inheritance. Hallelujah. He wasted his inheritance. Because realize that he came back and said that, I don't want to even be called a son. I want to be called a servant. And when a master or a father has something, he never gives it to a servant. He would always give it to someone who is an heir of the throne. Can I have an amen? And number five, we said that he also wasted what? His what? Sonship. Amen. He wasted his sonship. John 8, 35. It says that, And the servant abided not in the house forever, but the son abided forever. Hallelujah. So if a son abided forever, then at the end of the day, when all is said and done, everything that uh, the son would inherit, the servant would just be there for a, a short while and the servant will leave. Hallelujah. So we want to continue. We want to look at the wasteful spirit. Somebody say wasteful spirits. Because the prodigal son was in a good place. He was in the right position. He could benefit from so, from so many things. But you know, you guess what? When you analyze his behavior, something was wrong. Just like the madman of Gadara. When you analyze his behavior, something is controlling them. When you look at drug addicts, when you look at people who are wasting their lives, I mean, something is controlling them. Anything that causes you to do something to harm yourself, a devil is behind it. Can I have an amen? So when we look at it, the wasteful spirit was controlling the guy. That your father has everything that you need. And you get up one day and you say that, you know what? I'm tired of you know, being here and saying, yes, dad, yes, dad, yes, dad. I'm leaving. I'm going. Just left home. Just with a few things. Bible says that he took a journey into a far country. In those days, there were not, there were no U-Hauls or anything like that. So how much can he carry? One donkey full of stuff. Can I have an amen? Are you still here? So we are going to look at the wasteful spirits. 
the spirits that probably might have caused him to actually waste everything because anytime you see somebody wasting their life like a young guy just wasting their life on drugs there must be a wasteful spirit hallelujah that is why addiction eh, it is not just you know when you say that somebody is addicted to drugs it's not something that they can just get up and say that i am quitting or i'm stopping it will take a supernatural power that is why we as Christians, when we see such people, we must pray for them. Don't judge somebody. Don't condemn somebody because of their behavior or what they are going through. There are always wasteful spirits or demonic powers that are controlling such a person. Hallelujah. And God will help us. Bishop talked about one young man who was driving on these crooked African roads going about 120 miles. 120 miles is how many kilo kilometers? Almost 180. Uh -huh. 193. So he was speeding. People were stopping him and he decided even to step on the gas even more. It's as though who in their right frame of mind the thing that is killing you is the same thing that you want to even do more. He ended up driving himself into the ditch. Because the devil, eh, if he gets you, he will kill you. You know, Seba, you know Satan wants to kill you. You know he wants to kill you. If he gets, if you allow him, he will finish you by tomorrow. Because in John 10, 10, what does it say? It said that what? The thief cometh not, but to steal, to what? To kill and to destroy. He will take everything away from you. When somebody steals something from you, they are taking something from you. You see, when you say that somebody has stolen, as you are here, if you are a millionaire and then you lose one dollar, Brother Femi, you are a millionaire in Jesus' name. Amen. And then you are going out and you drop one dollar. When you get home, it's not likely you will feel it. Even those of you who are not millionaires yet, you will not feel it. It's not likely you will feel it. But when some people, they lose one dollar, they will tear the house upside down. I know of a story of somebody who shot somebody over five dollars. It was in the news. Give me my five dollars. Give me my five dollars. Oh, tomorrow I beg you, I beg you. Po exchange life for five dollars. What a shock. Hallelujah. Are you saying you are not likely what? To feel it. You are not likely to experience it. But the devil, he just wants to take that thing away. It's like, when the he, he, Bible says that he steals, when he takes something, somebody steals something from you, or you lose something, that thing is of value to you. That is why you say that somebody has stolen something. Because if it's something that you are not feeling it, you don't see it as stealing. You just say that, oh, I lost something. So the thief cometh not. Satan will never come. The purpose of his coming is that he wants to steal something from you. And he wants to kill you. And he wants to destroy you. 
If you give him the chance, he will destroy you. But as long as our father lives, and as long as we stay under him, we are protected. Can I have an amen? Are you still here, somebody? So that his desire is to destroy and to what? Cause our lives to be wasted. Begin to pray for our children. You see, spirit of waywardness, anger, all those things, anything that would destroy what God made us to be, it's not from God. Can I have an amen? amen. Some of us are very quick tempered. One time, one lady said that when I get angry, if I don't see blood, I don't, I can't not calm down. It gotta be the devil. Are you still here, somebody? Are you still here or you have gone home? So it is an evil spirit. And there are seven evil spirits that we are going to deal with, or we will start at least talking about. The first evil spirit is the spirit of Beliahal or Beliah. Amen. B-E-L-E-Y-A-H-A-L. Hallelujah. Which comes from the Hebrew word, which means useless, worthless, good for nothing, valueless, cheap, and vile. Hallelujah. So one of the spirits that rule to destroy lives is wastefulness. Satan comes to just, he just wants to waste your life. You see a young man who has a promising future. And they find one friend. That is the beginning of their uselessness. Can I have an amen? But guess what? If you know the source of that, then you can deal with it. Hallelujah. Many people just feel that, oh, you know, I don't know what happened. It was unfortunate. It was unfortunate. Satan is behind this because his goal is to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Just don't assume that. That is why Christians, we must be aware of what is going on. The life is not just as you see it. Rise up and intercede for your kids. Pray for your unborn kids. Pray for your children. Pray for your children's children. Pray for your life. Pray for your future. Because pray, pray for your future. As you, you live out of your house, pray. Because the enemy, his goal is to get you. Has it happened to you before? That you were just driving all of us. You don't know how your leg moved from the gas to the brake. My man, he said, I was just going there, and then when I began to step on the gas, the thing was not moving. Because little did he know that there was some car wreck ahead. It's like, I, I said, I step on the thing, but I felt that the car was just not moving. But if you have prayed, then he will cause his angels to take charge of you. He would encamp around us. Hallelujah. He said, this is the evil spirit in the world that maketh you good for nothing, valueless and cheap. You see a young woman, a young woman, and last, sleeping around. Beautiful! Somebody that 
probably even started in the church. But the spirit of what? Belly Yahal or Belial. Amen. Hallelujah. It's what is causing this. Amen. And that is what leads people to squander opportunities. Wastefulness. You must pray against any form of wastefulness. You go to the store. You have 1,000 shoes. But yet, you find a color of shoe. That you look at the shoe and say, this shoe I must have. With red bottom. Is there something red bottom? Are there red bottom ladies in this place wear shoes that have red bottom? Amen. Wastefulness. Wastefulness. What you have is working. Why do you need another one? Because when you enter the store, you, as soon as you enter the store, it's like, get me. Come, come, come. Come and take me. Come and take me. Come and take me. Sometimes you buy it and then you, you get home and then you realize that, oh, admit, you have clothes that you have not worn for one year or even two years or three years. You don't even know that you have them. Can I have an amen? Hallelujah! I mean, let's, 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 be, let's be real. Everybody that is sitting, when you came to this country, the amount of money that you were earning and you were living comfortable, now you are earning maybe more, twice, three times. But you happen to experience similar similar crises and difficulties. Belial, spirit of wastefulness. Hallelujah. That speaks to you. Change your phone. No, everybody nowadays this flip phone is going to change your phone. One time somebody told me that their, their, their iPad and their phone alone, before everything, they paid almost like maybe 1500 I mean, I'm, the only thing they are going to do with the thing is that when somebody is having a function, it's cut. It's cut. Can I have an amen? In the spirit of Belial, may the Lord deliver us from such spirit. Hallelujah. It's wastefulness that makes a man who you have a such great inheritance. The Lord has blessed you. You see, many people, and maybe not you, but many people watch them carefully. When the Lord begins to bless them, they don't want to have anything to do with God. Even our own church members. So I remember the day they came, oh, pastor, pray for me to get a job. Oh, I give myself away so you can use me. Then the Lord gives them a job. I take myself back from you. Now you call them and say, that, oh, pastor, you know my job. Oh, this job, I worked in. One time one brother told me that, you know, at my workplace. I work, I mean, it's like, I work every day if I don't go. Hey! <laughs> If it doesn't go to work, 
It's like seven days. It's like there's no time, you know. I'm accumulating some hours. A time is coming. I'll have like a month break and then I'll come to church. What he doesn't know that in the day they don't need him. They won't give him a notice. He would be leaving his home when the it's not even a phone call, the text message will come that stay home, call us at 12. You call and say a decision was taken that at this time we are downsizing. So um, your position. Meanwhile, last week he was training his replacement. <laughs> Can I have an amen? amen? Oh, but the Belial spirit, it leads us to squander. Hallelujah. Be careful. We ought to be careful. Because Satan wants to leave us in a very hopeless state. Hallelujah. Sometimes even in your marriage. Just unnecessary, unnecessary, beastly behavior. Only for you to come and discover that if you had been just a little, God's purpose is that you stay in your marriage. But one of the things Satan wants to do is that he wants to take you. He wants to add you to statistics. May that not be your story. He wants to add you to statistics. And so when you should have listened to the spirit, and then you allowed the spirit of Belial, it destroys your life. Hallelujah. And many people allow their hearts and their mind to go into such things. So speaking about this, he took a journey to a far country. It's like I'm going very far so that whatever I do, sometimes people just get up and they leave the church and they go very far. Anytime you are not seeing people around doing the thing that they want to do, sinners enter their lives. And we, we all know when you begin to do certain things that is not going right with God, when you come to God, you don't feel it. It's not the church, it's you. It's not the church. When I came to church, I did, they had praise and worship, and I didn't feel it. I mean, nowadays when I come to church, I don't feel it. I don't know what is going on. I don't feel it. It's you. It's never the church. Because as for God, wherever two or three are gathered, the Bible says that he will show up. He will show up. Somebody can be leading praise and worship. Then they vote up to this church and you're standing there. You don't know what is going on. You don't know what is going on because the devil, he wants to eliminate you from what is going on. He wants to take you out. He wants to take you out. He wants to take you out. But you have to know that the spirit that lives in us is greater than the spirit that is in the world. Hallelujah. So you must take a stand for Christ. Take a stand for him. We should not be like the prodigal son. You don't run away from your father. Don't run away from the house of God. Don't run away from the grace of God. Don't run away from it. Don't run away from your God-given opportunity. Because the opportunities in this life. Hallelujah. Don't run away. Sometimes when you are there, you, you have a, a certain feeling, likeness. The likeness and the, 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 the love that you have for God, that's it. Don't run away from it. It is only our sin that separates us. But as for God, his ears are not too dull, neither his hands too short to save us. But it's just our iniquities that have separated us from him. Hallelujah. Amen. Wasteful spirits. The spirit of Belial 
May God deliver his church from the spirit of Belial. May God deliver our children from such wasteful spirits. They get associated with, 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 with children from some, some place. And all of a sudden, you feel that your child is slipping away from your head. These are practical things, though. Don't fight the child. Go into your closet and begin to name that spirit. The spirit of wastefulness. The spirit of uselessness. It's like wants the child to become useless. But for a praying mother, a lot of us, oh, but for a praying mother or but for a praying father, we could have become some way. Me, as I'm standing here, throughout my education, I went to all the bad schools in Ghana. From one to five, I went to Koforia Sektek. If you've ever been to Ghana, we smoking, it was, it was just natural. We used to weed. We had a farm. Every, uh, when you go to Form 1, they give you a portion that you weed. Right? We were made to plant weed for the seniors. On our agri plot, that's what we planted. In Lowas, when I was in Form 3, the Lowas is who came. That was like, you know, that, that transition. All of them, with the exception of the SU president, smoked weed. All of them. But by the grace of God. And I went to this form and I went to Addis Adel College, which is another weed smoking corner. But still. Then I went to college and I was in Katanga Hall, another weed smoking corner. But if God has marked you, he has marked you for life. His purpose is to save you and to snatch you. I'm telling you. That is why you have to, if God has kept you this far, it means that God has something great for you to do. Don't walk away from it. But pray against that spirit that destroys you. The prodigal star, he just, he shifted from his place. Oh, he moved away from where he was supposed to be. Because under the father, there was an inheritance. There was a blessing that was coming to him. But he ended up saying, that, Father, I don't even deserve to be a son. Make me a servant. He gave up everything that he needs. Hallelujah. And in some circles, servants have been able to make their, themselves into becoming sons. Can I have an Amen. You know that it happens. Like somebody serves somebody up to the point that when the person is dying, they leave all their inheritance to them. It's like that person was able to make that way. May we be good sons of God. May we be sons that bring pleasure to him. May we be people that, you know, stay and then do the work of God the way God desires of us. May every spirit of wastefulness be driven out of the church of God. From our heart. Is it Dr. Yonki Cho who said that every morning when he gets up, one who has one of the biggest churches, every morning when he casts out demons himself. Even Peter, Jesus Christ told you, get thee behind me, Satan. Even Peter, who was very close. And then you who is very far. You are all the way in Louisville from... All the way in Louisville, you can become a Satan. My wife, you can become a Satan. I can also become a Satan in your life. God forbid. But 
anytime you see a destructive spirit, wastefulness entering your corner, rebuke it. Bible says that resist him and he will flee. Pray against it all. Pray against everything that causes destruction. Like when yourself comes, like you behave like a beast. Vince, when yourself comes, you, you throw your legs, then you bang the door. Hey, one, one wife, when she gets angry, she takes all the plates and then she breaks all of them. After that, the husband will go and buy a new set of plates and put there. Then a few weeks, he, she will get angry, they will gather all the plates and then break them. Then the husband, a fool as he is, he will also go and buy another plate set and bring it. Then she gets angry and then break them. Spirit of Belial. Whenever you see the spirit of wastefulness, destruction, even coming to the church, sometimes the way we treat the things of God, wastefulness. You go to the bathroom, you are wasting things. All these small, small things, they are demonic. You have to pray against. When you are not frugal with the things of God, eh, or you are not frugal with your own life, I'm telling you, when we get food, we eat to the max. Hmm. Shortly after, you hear no blood pressure, diabetes, all these things. But may God deliver us. Somebody rise to your feet. Amen. Rise to your feet. Spirit of wastefulness. Belly yahal, belial spirit. May God deliver us from it. But may we take advantage of the opportunities. Take good advantage of the opportunities the people God brings into your life, the people that surround you, the opportunities, even at your workplace. Great opportunities that God has given us. May we take advantage of it. Somebody lift up your voice and begin to pray. Resist the devil and he shall flee. Pray, pray. Any traces of wastefulness, any traces of uselessness, any traces you have seen in your life, in your children, in your finances, ask the Lord, ask the Lord, ask the Lord, ask the Lord. Remember we started by saying that be anxious for nothing but in all things by prayer, by prayer. Let your request be made known unto God and the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. The peace of God, it will guard your heart. It will guard your heart through Christ and your thoughts in Christ Jesus. Therefore, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray tonight, O God, standing on your word, binding and destroying every works of Satan, every, O God, belial spirit, every spirit, O God, that causes us, O God, to be destructive, to destroy our own life. Sometimes you are doing things that distract your own life. Sometimes you are walking away from God. You are moving far away from his grace, destroying your own life. Sometimes you just feel like doing certain things that causes you not to be in the right place at the right time, just like the prodigal son did. But, O God, in the name of Jesus, Father, deliver Deliver us, snatch us, O God, from every wasteful spirit. Snatch our lives from every wasteful spirit, every addictive spirit, O God, of 
purchasing things that we don't need. My God, moving, oh God, my God, with the spirit that liveth in this world that causes us, oh God, to gravitate to things that are not necessary, things, oh God, that are not needed, things that are not important. Deliver us, oh God, deliver your church, deliver us, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Every spirit of wastefulness, every spirit of destruction, may the enemy that cometh to steal, to kill and destroy. Father, may he lose hold over our lives. May he lose hold over our children. We pray, oh God, for the children that you have given to us. My God, wastefulness, bad company, my God, my God, evil company that will corrupt their good morals in the mighty name of Jesus. That is what the enemy wants to do. But tonight we pray and we pray and we pray. Rabanga deliver them, oh God, deliver them, oh God. My God, deliver us, oh God, even from the traps of the enemy in the mighty name of Jesus. Any, oh God, evil spirit the spirit of lust that destroys the young people in the church in the mighty name of Jesus we pray against oh God deliver your children Lord deliver us Lord deliver us oh God from the love of money Lord that destroys our soul for what shall it profit a man if you shall gain the whole world and lose your soul we thank you Lord help us we give you glory, we give you honor, and we give you praise tonight. Have your own way with us. Let your purposes be accomplished. Deliver us, O oh God, from the traps of the enemy. Every belial spirit, Lord, we cast it from amongst us. Open our eyes that we may see the tricks and the devices of the enemy. That we may walk away from them. We resist every satanic forces that intends to destroy the church of God. Father, that causes the church to misuse and abuse the opportunities that you have given to us. Let your perfect will be done. May we never be like the prodigal son and come to the point of want because we have allowed the enemy to destroy us. May our Christian lives be preserved. Father, may we make it to heaven. May we not fall by the wayside, O oh God, but help us, O oh God, to endure to the end that we may receive the crown of life. May we be faithful to the end. May we be committed to you to the end. We pray for your church. Protect and preserve every life, every member of the church, wherever they are. My God, let your will be done in their lives. Build a shield, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you honor. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Take out. We believe the word of God has actually come down to you and you have been blessed. Come join our services at 4200 Belrad Drive in Louisville, Kentucky. This and every Sunday at 10 a.m. and Wednesdays at 7 p.m.